bids are in, the gavel is dropped. Ladies and gentlemen, here at Wine Bids, we are finally hammered. That's right. This is Wine Bids podcast dedicated to all things wine value, wine retail, wine auctions, and just wine. With Wine Bids marketing team, I am Jeff Gern. And of course, with me as always is Paul Walker, the boffin of Borolo. That's right. Our wine expert person who knows more about wine than almost anybody I have ever met and is incredibly, incredibly modest about yeah, that. I haven't met that many people if that's the case. I'm I lead a very especially in the wine world. <laughs> I lead a very sheltered life. I was raised in a barn. Anyway, so we're gonna be talking today about wines coming to auction outside of the United States and outside of France. Those are the two biggest regions we talk about. Today we're gonna start off with let's let's start off with Italy. Okay, because we had a tremendous amount of amazing stuff coming to auction from Italy. Since you are a wine expert, particularly in in Piedmont, I believe you're particularly an expert there. Let's jump into Piedmont. We had a bunch of Gaia coming into auction, which was really cool. I sort of picked out the 97 uh, Gaia Lange uh, Contisa uh, for 305. We've got five of the Lange Costa Russi for 345 a piece, and and that's a 2000. And then We've got actually a 2011 Lange uh, Sparse uh, with two bids on it, taking it from, wait, what did I have that at? I say it's going from, I think it's 190 to 210 now. Yeah. Oh, it's got, yeah, it was at 200 bucks on. Yeah, on 190. Night, to, so. 190 well, it seems relatively cheap compared to some of the other wines. Yeah, I mean it it's it's when you look at it in the context of Gaia, like that that's a pretty reasonable deal, I feel like. We also have the 97 at 505 and the 2000 at 370 of the the Lange Space. And then, you know, I was looking at these uh this Bruno uh Chiacosa, the 97 Barbaresco Filetto uh Asili 3 liter. So a double mag for seven ninety five. I thought that one was really cool. Oh yeah, and, that's yeah. So great. It's so fun to see those Chicago bottles in in big format for sure. Yeah, and and like seven ninety five didn't strike me as being unreasonable amount to pay. And based on the photo, it's a little dark, but the film level looks pretty good. Oh yeah, it's in fantastic shape. That's awesome. Right? Like the label, the label looks good, the fill level looks good. You know, that so that one looked like a really interesting bottle to me. We had a bunch of Giacomo Conterno stuff. Uh the ones I picked out, we have two of the 64 Barolos, which according to tasting notes, you're drinking pretty well. We had one, uh, and those are those are 400 a piece. Again, I didn't think that was like crazy. One of the 96 uh, Contero Barolo uh, Casina uh, Francia uh, for 400. And then actually the other one that I thought was really interesting uh, that I've got my eye on, not to not to bid on, but rather for you to buy for me as a gift, would be this 1985 uh, Giacomo Contero Barolo Reserva Montortino <laughs> uh, mag, I think would be, would be a great gift for me. What do you think? It's only forty nine hundred dollars, Paul. <laughs> that's it. Yeah, that's a serious price. That's uh, that's it's no no joke. It's uh, funny is that there's a ninety five fourteen oh seven fifty and two. It's nine hundred. So you can see there's quite a premium for ten years there in format. Yes, yes. 
2013 Viette, Vietti uh, Barolo Rivera for uh, actually we have six of them. They started at 290. They all have bids now. They all have yeah. bids. They're up to $300 for the Vietti Barolos. I'm curious to see if those travel anymore. And, that, and that's for the Rivera. And then we've got a 2013 Vietti Barolo Roche. We have six of those at 160. So a little bit of a discount if you're willing to go with a Roche versus the uh, uh, the Rivera. Roche. Uh, it's a hard Roche. C. Roche. Right, right. I thought it was Ferro Roche. So you're saying it's Ferro Roche? It's a different country. Is it though? Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, we got a bunch of Bartolo uh, Mascarellos. 05 uh, for 300, the 08 for 405, and the 2010 for 550. The six, and, and what's interesting is we also have the 16, which has two bids at 450 and uh, for a 750, and the 17 has a bid at 190. It's a near complete vertical. From yeah. well, there's even goes back to 95 and then it skips to 05 and then looks like everything 05, 06, 08, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 16, and 17, and 18. So, yeah, it's a really that's a great, great lineup. And, 15 Nebbiolo, uh, too. There's a couple of those for 80 bucks if you want to, especially the 2010, because I feel like 2010 was a particularly good year in Piedmont, right? Like those. Those 2010 Barolos, the ones I have been drinking like crazy good. 2016 Predatory del Barbaresco uh, Rabaja Reserva Mag for 260. Actually, I had a bid on it, so it's at 270 now. That's still, those wines are still, you know, reasonable. They're great, great classic producer. And they're not in the same, you know, nice, same crazy price league as some of these other producers in, in Piedmont. So that, 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 I stuck that, that one stuck out for me too. Yeah, especially especially in a mag format, right? Yeah. I think that's really cool. Um, 2010 Giuseppe Rinaldi Barolo uh, Tritine for 350. Tritine. Tritine. 2001 Clerico Barolo Stiabat Mentine Genestra. We have five of those at 110. I didn't even want to know how badly I butchered that. Uh, 1999 Luciano uh, Sandrone Barolo uh, Canubi uh, Boschis. Uh, we have one of those at 150. Boskis. Boskis. Uh, 1997, uh, Soretto Barolo Brico uh, Roque Brunate. We have one of those at 130. We've got a 2014 Masolino Barolo Vina Rionda Reserva Mag at 240. And then to top it all off, the last thing I had was this 1959 Cantine Antonio Ferrari Solaria uh, Jonica 500 milliliter for 205. We got three of those. Yeah, it's funny. There was other, there were, it's weird because there were actually some of the same wines in just a couple of weeks ago. And we hadn't seen these in a long time. And then all of a sudden, a little, there's like a little flurry of these wines. And I think there were like a couple other vintages too. Also, I believe that they were released, you know, many years later because the, the label on the 59 looks like it was probably applied, I don't know, 10 or 20 years ago. Yeah, it it does not it definitely looks like 
uh, uh, like a late disgorgement or re you know, something like there's something going on there. That was because you're right. That was just recently released. That's not something. Yeah, I remember seeing these at a at a retailer too, and they were, I think, they had just been either shipped from the broker or or something. But because it, it's got, I was looking at it too. It's got like a relatively recent import label on the back of it. But well, it, it so what it what the, so doing a little bit of research, it looks like this actually was released sometime around to like 2004. Mm-hmm. So it would be about 20 years since it's been released, and or uh, at least exported. I should you should say, not necessarily well, I'm sure exported, exported came, to the US. And this, came into, I mean, I guess my, my point is like the review I saw basically had it as being just released. And the review was from 2004. Like they were basically saying like, oh no, you didn't, you know, you're not misreading that. Um, this is in mm-hmm. 1959 and it was just released, right? And that mm-hmm. came from 2004. So I think that's, I think that's really interesting and probably bodes well for it. It is Zinfandel or I guess Primitivo, right? They're the same <laughs> thing as I understand it. It's not um, the same thing, but what? yeah, it's, it's similar, but... So genetically, my understanding is their DNA is exactly the same. So you can call them something different, Paul, tomato, tomato. (laughs) But the great there's there's a no. Interestingly, there's a there's a 1949 as well from Antonio Ferrari. So it's it's and that again, I think it's a similar situation where it was probably exported or you know labeled and then capsuled or whatever. You know, not too long ago, but has been, you know, sitting in oak or something for a long time before bottling. Anyway, uh, um, there's also 78 of the same Cantina Antonio Ferrari. Yeah, it's Salicia Salentino. It's not from from Piedmont. But anyway. Uh, we're in Piedmont, Paul. I, like to I know, but that's not, what, that's not where this wine's from. <laughs> well, that's, oh, wait, that's what it shows. Wait, this wine's not from Piedmont? No, it's from Puglia. It's from Salicia Salentino. Oh, then you know what? We we have it in Piedmont on the website, so we should fix that. So let's move to Tuscany. Let's have it to Tuscany, shall we? Okay. We've got about 10 minutes left in the podcast. 1995 Macetta for a paltry $705. Look, if you can't afford the 85 Conterno Reserva Montfortino, I would be willing to settle for a 95 Macetta. (laughs) Got two of them, so you can get me both. This consolation. The other one that that another one that I love, and I know you're going to rid me for mentioning again, is the 2016 Fontodi Flacinello de la Pave for 195. 2016 great years for Sangiovese and that stuff I find amazing. Even at 195, I feel like that is a producer in a bottle that just really punches above its weight. So big fan of Flacinello de la Pave. 1998 Marchesi Antonori uh, Solaya. That actually has one bid taking it from 215 to 225. We have a what feels like, I mean, it's 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 not that much, but it's a lot for us. A, a ton of Montvertine. Uh um, yeah, that, that's that those were the the main and they're all magnums too, which is really cool. Yeah, well, there are three mags and then a three liter. So a mag of 96, mag of 97, mag of 98, and then a, a three liter of 98. And then we've got some seven uh, seven fifty of the nineteen ninety nine Le Pergole Torte uh, for two seventy. We've got a mag of the two thousand Le Pergole Torte for four four hundred. 
We've got a 2001 in Le Purgatore, a 2003, 2004. I mean, we just like a ton. And like you said, there's a ton of large formats in there, right? So um, if, if this is a producer that interests you, like there's like, this is, it's like Christmas day right now, you know? Twenty fifteen, Usolaria Brunello de Montalcino. That one has one bid taken from sixty to sixty-one. I almost didn't mention it because I was like, I want to bid on that, but somebody already bid on it, so I am going to mention it. Sorry for the person that's already bid on it. Nineteen ninety, Avenue Vincento de Montepulciano, three hundred seventy-five milliliter. What for a, a paltry one sixty-five? Well, you know, there's another wine. We were talking about those wines from Ferrari and. There was a bunch of Avignonese Vinsanto, and just a couple weeks ago, rare stuff too. And there was like a whole collection, I think, from the '80s and '90s vintages. And it's it's historically been very expensive. It's not cheap wine. No. And then this week, yeah, all of a sudden, just a single bottle of the '90 popped. Out. I think all the other stuff that was in sold, but I mean, actually, I don't know. I haven't checked, but. Two, two bottles of the 90 that there's two bottles in that lot so you know to between the two of them you can have 750 750 milliliters of avino nisei the only one i picked out of tuscany was this uh lacini brunello de Montalcino from 2006 the uh ugolaya for 105 what am i missing in tuscany uh, first thing i want to say is i'm totally wrong there's still a whole bunch of the avino nisei <laughs> available it's, I mean, it's expensive, right? It's like you can buy Vinsanto for a lot less. I'm not saying that it's, you know, not great stuff, but it looks like it's a little bit slow moving. And there's also a couple different designations of it. But anyway, getting back to topic on hand, which I'm great at straying from, there were a few other Piedmont wines I wanted to mention. There's a couple Berlotos. It's always great to see they come in. The Barolo Normale, if you will, 14 is at 95. And then the 13 and 12 Canubia Moviliero are way more, 350 and 300, respectively. Yeah, I was excited to see the Jacosta wines in and all the great Bartolo Mascarella wines. There's a 74 Bertani Amarone in for 155. So thinking about big 74 vintage coming up next year. That's not a crazy price, again, considering we were talking about, you know, California wines and or Bordeaux, 74, Piedmont, or excuse me, Veneto, Amarone is not crazy expensive. Um, yeah, some great, there's a bunch of Capilano wines in, including Magnums of o, the uh, 07 Rupestris, the 11 and the, and the 12 Rupestris as well. Great, yeah, Chiretta wines, there's... Uh, 2010 Vira Brico della Fiole Magnum for 290. Some great Gaia wines and Giacomo Concerto wines we talked about. Giuseppe Rinaldi wines, uh, Luciano Sandrone, the Vigne 98 Magnum at 260 stuck out to me as well. And then, yeah, in otherwise in Tuscany, great to see that, like, again, kind of a you know botched vertical, if you will, of Monte Vertini of the, of the Pergola Torte. 16 Neil Pogione Brunello, I saw stuck out, it seemed like a, a decent deal at 65, three of those. And yeah, that was, uh, those are my picks. Master Zani Brunello, also the Vigna Schiena Dacino 15. And yeah, that was it for, for Piedmont, Tuscany. There was another, let's see. Before- yeah, there was actually some French Accorta 
French Corto Rosé from, from Bella Vista 2013. And it caught my eye, um, 45 bucks for that. Uh, so that was it for me for Italy. Wasn't a ton from other countries. If you're okay with it, let's quick run through, let's say Australia. There are only two bottles I found in Australia. Usually I don't mention the Penfold, but there was a 1980 Penfolds Bin ADA Cabernet Shiraz for 230 and then a 1990 Grange for 560. We also have a 97 Grange. And- yeah, there's a bunch of it. There's 81, 83, 85, 90, 98, 99. There's a bunch all the way to 2000. 2000 for 400. Yeah. Moving over to Spain, there's a 1976 uh, Lopez uh, de Heredia, Rioja, Visca, uh, Bosconia, Ground Reserva. That one actually has 13 people watching it, two bids. It's already gone from 240 to 260. And we have mm-hmm. two more with bids as well uh, at 250. And then there's an 04 La Rioja Alta, Ground Reserva 904 with a bid taken from 125 to 135. We had some really interesting stuff from Austria. There's a bunch of Alois uh, Kracher, Trockenbaren Auslaces. We've seen, we saw those not too long ago. Yeah, they've been, they've been flowing into auction. They've been flowing into auction. We've got 98s, 99, uh, yeah, 98s, 99, 2000. So I thought that was super interesting to see those coming in. And then the only other one that I'll mention before I hand it back to you to, to you know, drop anything that, that I missed, a bunch of Chateau Moussard. Uh, 61, 66, 69, 72, 64, the Grand Cruiser Rouge, 70. Uh, so if you're interested in Musar, we just had 11 lots of Musar come into auction this week. So that's some tasty stuff, right? Musar. Yeah, that's cool. It's very cool to see 60s vintages of that. It's not, not, not often found. So no, no. Anything else that I missed before we wrap this up? Yeah. Let's see. There's a mag of Torbrek, the factor. Oh two and for two forty that that stuck out to me and then from Spain there's actually some really really good sparkling wine in this week there's also some of these Raúl Perez wines which I've tried the Ultrea whites and reds before but there's also the Atelier Cruz des Animas I'm not familiar with those other wines but did want to point them out because they're great and they're not expensive 20 and 25 bucks in that range there's also the yeah the sparkling was raventos there's blanc de neat cabo rosé which i've had before and it's really really good 2020 vintage and then 2014 manuel raventos negra at 65 so kind of stepping up in, in price there and then also some 2010 and I'm not good at pronouncing this, Confacious, I think, phases, or it's F-E-I-X-E-S, uh, Huguet Brut Nature at 35. So some pretty interesting Spanish wines in this week we don't often see. And then, yeah, like you mentioned some older, like the, the older Lopez Heredia Grand Reserve of bottles. So 76 and then 08 Rosado. It's amazing the Rosado is so expensive, but it's really, really good. 08 and 12 Rosé. And yeah, I think that was I think that was pretty much it. Uh, Seventy-seven Taylor Magnum in for two hundred and sixty. That was a great, great wine, great vintage. And yeah, that was about it for the rest of the world. Well, and with that, that wraps it up for our rest of the world uh, outside of the U.S. and France episode. Catch us again later this week when we talk about France and the United States with. Wine Bids Finally Hammered. This has been uh, Jeff Gurn and Paul Walker wishing you happy bidding and cheers. Cheers. Cheers.